Welcome to Hip Hop Culture, where DJing, MCing, graffiti art are expressed every day within the inner cities of America and the world. You are not doing hip hop, you are hip hop. Thank you guys for uh, tuning back in with us today. Uh, I'm honored to actually have someone on that I listened to as a kid when I was learning to DJ, that I actually listened to some of his cuts and so forth and, and mimicked them. So with that being said, I have none other than the Silver Spinner. How you doing today, bro? I am blessed, my brother. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm again. I'm honored to have you on here. Thank you for being a part of this platform. Um, and with that said, you know, I know you're a man about your business. We're gonna get right into the state. So, I appreciate you. first and foremost, man, how did you come up with your name? Where did your name come from? Oh, good question. Um, well, first of all, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, and I grew up in the era when hip hop, Brooklyn baby, Brooklyn's an era. <laughs> When, when hip-hop was just starting out in the streets, right? So mm -hmm. I was a part of a local crew, you know, like six of us on my block in East Flatbush, Brooklyn. And mm. we called ourselves the Silver Spinners. Oh. Mm. Right? Was so, this the breakdancing era? Uh, no, no. We, we were all just DJs, man. And this was before... Oh, okay. This was before... We even started emceeing. It was just us DJing parties, local events, and so on and so forth. So I was the one who kept the DJing aspect going. And, and I just kept rising and rising in the neighborhood as a local DJ. So when I create, you know, along with the other the two other two members in the group Whistle, when mm. I decided to become a professional recording artist, I said, you know what, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna pay homage to my original crew that got me started, mm. the Silver Spinners. And I say, you know what? I'll just be the Silver Spinner. Mm. So that's how the name wow. came about. Wow, man, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's something that we didn't know. And on top of that, so you're saying that when you, uh, the group whistled, were those guys DJs too? Did I get no, that no, right? no, no, no. Jazz, okay. Jazz and KD okay. were MCs. And KD, okay. it's, it's a funny story. I'll tell you, I'll break it down for you real quick. KD, Cool Doobie, was a friend of mine since junior high school. Right? Mm -hmm. And he got together with Jazz, right? Because Jazz was a good friend of Kango's, Kango from UTFO, which is also one of my best friends. Um, mm. Jazz sort of tapped Kango. And Kango introduced Jazz to KD, Cool Doobie. And then they started a group. And the name hadn't come about. Whistle hadn't come about yet. So they were looking for a DJ. And I knew Doobie. And he mm. said, yo, I got the perfect DJ. Let's call Silver. At the time, I actually had an MC. His name was, um, was Face. And he actually was a part of Whistle but he wouldn't come to practice enough. Wow. So Whistle went down from four to three because he wouldn't come to practice enough. And that's how we actually got together because of the synergy between what Kango brought to the party and what Doobie brought to the party and what I brought to the party as well. So 
And then Whistle came about after we got our recording contract. And we just started shooting around a bunch of names and Whistle seemed to make sense. Wow. Yeah, it was, dude. That <laughs> We Only Bugging was one of my favorite hits. It's still one of my favorite jams. <laughs> yeah, so, yes. So, uh, how long have you been DJing? Oh, wow. Um, hmm. The first time I put my hands on a set of turntables was probably 1981. Wow. Wow. Beautiful. Yep. So a long time. Beautiful. And said, I think the first time for me was around, I think, late 83 or 84. Okay. Yeah. And and it does something to you once you touch it. It's, it does, man. You know, it, it's funny because, like I told you, the Silver Spinners, right? It was, uh-huh. you know, a bunch of us just DJing in the neighborhood. And some of the guys just started falling off because it didn't hit them as hard as it hit me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I just couldn't stop. Yeah. You know, and I realized that this is something I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. There's no question about it because I wasn't like moved by hip hop. Hip hop became a part of me. Does that make sense? Oh, perfect sense. You know, and, and, and it's funny. I'll, I'll tell you how we first heard of hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the one of the guys in the group in these Silver Spinners, um, his name is Kyle. He and I are still friends to this day. He brought home this tape one summer, um, and this was in 1978, believe it or not. Mm. And it was a tape of these dudes rhyming over good times. And I'll never forget, mm. he popped it in, hit play, and it started like this, like a lime to a lemon, lemon, lemon to a lime, lime, come on, y'all, and let's have mm. a, then the DJ threw on good times. Mm-hmm. Then he started flowing over over the um, the break beat and good times. We were like, what the heck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and I was moved ever since, man. Yeah, man, that it's you know, and it's it's just crazy that you say that, man, because it just really it 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 does something to you, man. Yeah, and it, it does. And you saying that one of the first things came to my mind, it wasn't the first song. But I remember when I heard Rockbox by Run DMC. Oh yeah, no doubt. Man, and and I listened to that song over and over and over again. Who did? It was like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And it was just so many, man. It just, you're right, man. It's it's almost like it, it becomes an episode of Poltergeist. You just become. <laughs> <laughs> You were transformed to another dimension by this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yes. We just all become a little Carolines. Uh, you know, we just stuck on the TV. That's yeah. true. That's true. as a matter of yeah. fact. You know, it's funny you mentioned that about Rockbox because I remember going to a block party in Brooklyn. Uh huh. And the DJ, no joke, played it for like an hour. Wow. And nobody got tired of it. Not, not one person. Yeah, that's hip hop. That's hip hop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, I think you already answered what drew you to DJ. Uh, I don't know if you want to touch on that even more. Uh, you know, well, well, you know, as far as well, I, I told you what drew me to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as what 
led me to take it another level because in the neighborhood I was one of the premier DJs. Uh-huh. Um, as far as doing house parties and block parties and stuff like that. And like I told you, it just kept on growing. And it's funny because when when I look back at that time in our lives, we weren't trying to get record deals. It just it just happened. Yeah. Right? Because mm -hmm. Kango and Doc were dancing for Houdini. Yeah. As a matter of fact, here's a bit, bit of um, history that people don't even realize. The first ever hip hop dancers for a rap group was Kango and Doc from UTFO. Wow. They danced for Houdini. And you're right, man. You're right. Right. And then when when UTFO came out with Roxanne Roxanne, mm -hmm. um, like I told you, Kango and I were best were best friends, and we still are. Um, he tapped me to be their road manager. Mm. So I toured wow. with them. Yeah, I toured with them for like two years on, on the new, we opened for new edition for like two years before Whistle even came out. Wow. You know, so when I started to see how this could really, it's like, man, this is just some sounds that we were hearing from the neighborhood. This is actually national now. And I realized that this DJing thing, mm -hmm. you know, because even cats like Mixmaster Ice learned from me and, and other cats in the neighborhood learned from wow. how I was doing it. Because, I mean, you got to understand when I was, 15 I was one of the premier DJs in the neighborhood so it just like burgeoned off to everybody else you know how we tea and so on and so forth you know so wow. it, was, it was a fun time so so that that sort of like helped me to to realize that this is not just some local thing this wow. thing is actually it can be national and even worldwide yeah and and I just want to slip this in there because you you mentioned some names of some people that were some of my favorite DJs and still are. You know, yourself, uh, Mixmaster Ice, and yep. Howie T. Yep. You know, we used to mimic that scratch that Howie T did, and we used to call it the Howie T down here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> one of the scratches that he did, and it's funny, you know, and that was like one of my favorite themes once I learned how to do that. I'm like, hey, right. this is crazy. Right. But, but that, wow. Yeah, and and what's, what's the trip too is that Howie, because we were all from East Flatbush, right? It was uh -huh. you know, um, Whistle, UTFO, Full Force, um, members of wow. Cult Jam, Chug wow. Rock. We were all in the same area in East Flatbush, right? So, the, so that neighborhood of East Flatbush was like, a, you know, just, just trees waiting to sprout, right? Yeah. And Howie yeah. and I, I had never met Howie until Whistle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because Howie was part of a crew called QPSL, and they were mm. they were they were rocking things back then too. And you know, UTFO, which was UFO at the time, were doing their thing, and Silver Spinners were doing ours, and other crews around the neighborhood that were doing music instead of other things. See what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Keeping yeah. us out of trouble, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so so Howie, I didn't actually meet Howie until Whistle, and Howie and Kango were our producers. Wow. Yeah, so so Howie and I are still cool as well. We talk every now and then. Yeah, that's a good thing, man. So with all of that said, what is it about this business or this craft that continues to push you to do it? <sighs> the feeling of making people happy. You know, the bottom line is um, 
and not just the actual DJing aspect when I'm when I'm there and I'm in the moment and I have this crowd in front of me, however many people it is. And what I'm doing is creating this sort of, you know, euphoria to some sense, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just making everybody move because I'm moving the crowd and the crowd is moving me, if that makes sense. Perfect sense. There's nothing like it. And, and it, it takes me back to when I used to um, perform. You know, because whether we were performing for for um, a thousand people or 150,000 people, you know, when, when you're able to move people to what you're doing, there's nothing like it. Nothing like it on earth. Nothing like it. And when you said that it, man, there's a lyric to a rock group uh, that I've, that's always been just planted on my head since the first moment I saw it. Okay. And I'm going to say it and see if you know the song. And it goes, I've seen a million people and I've rocked them all. Yeah. That's, um, that's, um, isn't that Def Leppard? No, 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 no. No, that's no. Bon Jovi. Yes. I'm a cowboy. <laughs> yep. That's John Bon Jovi. That's right. Dude, and that lyric just, and that's, I try to take that mentality. I've seen a million people and I've rocked them all. Yep. And in order for me to rock them, that means I got to be in tune with them. We got to be operating in the same thing. Yep. That's true. Yeah. Which sometimes doesn't necessarily coincide with what you like as a DJ. Oh, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. You know, we, I, I see that discussion a lot on forums, on Facebook or whatever. And people are like, you know, well, as a DJ, I'm going to play what I want to play. Okay, mm. then you won't get booked again because that's not what your clients hired you for. Exactly, Mundo. Your clients hired you for what they want, not what you want. You know, so yeah, yeah. That's I, a discussion I that, that I think will happen forever. Yes, 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 and we'll go more into that in segment two as well. Awesome. Uh, so. And this is not a question to make it competitive by any means. This is just <laughs> something for you. All right. What separates you from other DJs, in your <laughs> opinion? Um, first of all, being a person that came up in the era that I did uh, makes me completely different from most because just the simple fact that I was a recording artist that toured all over the world and made hit records, blah, 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 blah. That alone sets me apart from many others because if you look at how many people are successful in this industry, um, in the music industry, right? Recording artists, Mm -hmm. um, less than 1% have any success whatsoever, right? And even less than 1% of the 1% are able to maintain, like a Jay-Z or a Beyonce, right? Mm -hmm. So when you look at the percentages of um, what I was able to do and still carry it forward to some degree now, because even even we didn't have as much, much success as we wanted. I mean, you know, I would love to have carried it on and still be in the recording industry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But just the fact that I have that history makes a big difference. And um, there are some DJs that simply cannot do what I do. I've seen a lot of DJs try to cut and scratch and 
backspin and all that type of stuff. Some people literally just physically aren't able to do it. So, and that that's not like me, you know, what I'm saying trying to sound conceited or nothing. But oh no, no, you know, there 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 are some people that are better at art than others. There are some people that are better at singing than others. You know, it's funny. I I I'll sometimes have conversations about what a real singer is. You know what I mean? When you look at um, Jennifer Hudson. She is a singer. Yes. Right? You know, versus a person like Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson can sing. Mm-hmm. But she's not a singer. She's not a singer. She's not an Aretha Franklin. She's not a, a Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston. She can mm-hmm. sing. You know, yes. Taylor Swift can sing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But when you put them next to a person like Adele or, or you know, Whitney Houston, forget it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. You see the difference. You see the difference. And it's the same thing in our profession. Same thing in our profession. And and you know, it's not about taking away. It's not about egos. It's not about any of that. And yeah, one it has thing nothing to do with that. Yes, I'm a prime believer in is what you learn to do in life. No one should. T- no one can take that away from. You, nor should they try. And, and it's the difference from being proud of what you can do versus being egotistical or or anything along those lines. Right. And you are what you are. And, yeah, exactly. And, you know, and that's just that. And and you're right, man. Some some of us can't do certain things, you know, and 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 when it comes to music, DJing, mixing and all of that stuff, man, there's a lot of complicated things going on that people don't realize. There are, and, and you know, to 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 um sort of interject for a second, a really good friend of mine, his name is Peter Mary. Uh, uh-huh. I don't know if you know Peter or not. He's he's a mentor to me and a good friend of mine in this industry, in the wedding industry, mm-hmm. DJ uh-huh. weddings, right? Mm-hmm. And he'll be the first to tell you, he is a phenomenal MC. He is one of the best masses of ceremonies I have ever heard, and I've learned a lot from Peter, mm-hmm. right? But as a DJ, he'll be the first to tell you he actually can't mix because something happens in his ear to where he can't mm-hmm. hear two songs at the same time. Wow. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. So his voice is phenomenal. His delivery, his syncopation, everything about him grabbing a microphone is one of the best I've literally ever seen. But when it comes to DJing, he, he knows like, yo, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. I think being true to who you are and what you are at that particular time is the best thing that you can be. Exactly. And you have to know who you are. Yes. 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 Okay. So this last question for this first segment, what is your go-to music? And when I say that, I don't I don't mean the go-to music that you go to when you're doing an event. I mean, this is solely about you. When you're doing something for you, what is that go-to music for you? Sade. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, and to make now, if, it more... And if it's not, if it's not Sade, it's reggae. Because right? I am okay. Jamaican. I was born in Jamaica, grew up in Brooklyn. So okay. if, it's not, if it's not Sade, it's, it's, it's reggae, then, then of course hip-hop. Okay. So if you're putting a mix together for you, it will consist of some jazz, reggae, and hip hop. No, 
Okay. Well, if ahead. I'm putting a mix together, it's gonna be hip hop, R and B, reggae, right? When okay. I'm just chilling and I want to listen to music, okay. My first go to is Sade, and I, I don't care what time of day. What man, I could listen to her all day long. Man, that's all a beautiful man, boy listen. and a beautiful person all together. Listen, <laughs> you know so. But yeah, when it comes to, to mixing for me, yeah, it's it's usually like like old school hip hop, R and B, reggae. Okay, okay, okay. So with that being said, uh, we're going to get into a mix that's based off of those things: old school hip hop, R and B, and reggae. Love it. And we'll be back with you guys in a moment. I think it's time I start feeling bitchy. I've been too nice, too long. Yep, it's definitely time I get nasty. Before this jam starts, I'm simply stating You have all waited, now you can stop waiting Shall I ease into the distance, go 20 and 30 Or shall I go straight to 80% Or it doesn't matter when you dish the dish the party's not over, it's just beginning Because light is winning What are you winning? Any battle, in any competition The gangsters, huh, you're on a whack journey Headed for nowhere, with time to spare So I'ma kick this rhyme right now And right here, I'd say your name But that would give you fame And I ain't out to give you what you don't have So I sit back and relax, cause it makes me laugh I can just call you names and make fun of you For me, the light, I'm into speaking the truth For like a watchtower, hour by the hour Right it's rhyming, perfect time, and milk keeps the beat. I keep the beat with the tap of his feet, with the tap of my feet. When he counts it down, when I count it down, six, seven, eight, light will start to fade. Don't stop. Remember this is my doing the thing. Here we go again. The Complicated, cause I grab the mic and try to say yes, y'all. They try to take it and say that I'm too small. Cool, cause I don't get upset. I kick a hole in the speaker, pull a plug, then I jet back to the lab without a mic to grab. So then I add all the rhymes I had one after the other one. Then I make another one to diss the opposite. Then ask if the brother's done. I get a craving like I fiend for nicotine, but I don't need a cigarette. Know what I mean? I'm raging, creeping up the stage and doing it sound amazing. Cause every rhyme is made in thought of cusses, sort of an addiction Magnetized by the mixing Vocals, vocabulary, and verses just stuck in The mic is a drain, no volcanoes erupting Rhymes overflowing, gradually growing Everything is written in the code so it can coincide My thoughts are God 
48 tracks to slide The invincible microphone beam Rock him, spread the word Get some men E-F-F-E-C-T 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 Jabber the hut, I should have played Michael Jackson. Told her to me that I said, What the heck? I got a condom. Freak it. Her nickname now is Mona the Rover. She looks like a dog, so I dogged it on the sofa. For some dumb reason, though, it was fun. Now she's looking good to me. I'm caught up. Part one.
Get laid. Cool in the shade. Drink a little bit of lemonade. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you what I want, yo. I wanted this to be special, something more than any other feeling that you felt before. Pushing through the doors, I see girls having a good time. I might say a rhyme, old school, new school, no school rule. But other than that, everything is cool. I see guys and girls dancing, doing the new dances. That's a hit while I'm over here romancing. You ain't shit, it's no need to curse. Ask me who she is and let me tell you first. Slow down, be cool, and don't act. Ill. I came to have a good time, party and chill with you And don't worry, sweetheart, I'm still with you And after we leave, we will continue with our plans My plans are made to be broken, smoking, I'm not joking Try to diss me and I'll give you a token Cause I'm the type of brother that can't be stopped And no matter what, I'm gonna While my mind say
then I moved to London, bought a brand new home, and everywhere I went, I drew lots of attention, like a stress limousine, what it was new and bent, it took a few years before the day had come, but I was ruler of the world rank number one, so I headed toward Washington to claim the crown, let the whole world know that the king was in town, as I arrived, the crowd started cheer, and then someone yelled out, the king is here, so I headed toward stage to make a speech about the new style of living I was going to Into that, say sister knowledge God, not of queens, your existence, you know, hooker, you know, slut, you know, bitch, and she listens, you're the mother civilization, I hate them snakes that disrespect her, they often disrespect you when they find they cannot sex you, I'm wondering what are they trying without knowledge of themselves, Shaquilla's civilized, she despised the drugs yourself, Shaquilla's deep black woman, and she loves me like to death, these savages try sweating culture, tell them I say this, wake up from all of those savage dreams, thinking that she's yours, not Doesn't know the meaning of friends And if you ask me, you know I couldn't be much help Because a friend's somebody you judge for yourself Some are okay and they treat you real cool And some mistake your kindness for being a fool We like to be with some because they're funny Others come around when they need some money Some you grew up with around the way And you're still real close to this very day Whole boys through the summer, winter, spring and fall And then there's some we wish we never knew at all And this list goes on again and again But these are the people that we call friends Are you that surprised you make beats with rhythm? 
sand She's all stuck on water, you say fat Cause you wouldn't give a guy like me no rap And she was walking down the street So I said, hello, I'm can't go from your T-A-O And she was so, I said so Baby, don't you know I can sing rap dancing Just one show Cause I'm can't go Mr. Sophisticator As far as I know, ain't nobody Great from beginning to end and to beginning I never lose because I'm all about winning But if I was to lose, I wouldn't be upset Cause I'm not a gambler I don't bet I don't be you know casino And baby, play your nizzo The is I is the grizzly kid and kizzo I thought you'd be your friend give me deep this rap I thought I had a thing It's time I sent it to track I thought it'd be a piece of game But it was nothing like that I guess that's what I give a thing It ain't that right black This is Chris I to give some And see this I'm a wizard Chris or Riz I can teach her of this I just like to with her Bang, bang, brother I feel bad But I ain't committing suicide But no crap Calling her a crap Is just a figure of speech Cause she's an apple A pear A plum and a peach I thought I had it in the palm of my hand But man, oh man If I was grand I'd bang Roxanne Roxanne, Roxanne Can't you understand Take it seriously, we're only bugging. We go 
You brighten my day 
Thank you guys. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that mix. Uh, 
We got my man, D. Silver Spinner, in the house. We're going to get into this segment two, which consists of the do's and don'ts. So, what is one of your biggest do's as a DJ? What is one, one of my biggest do's as a DJ? Reading the crowd, man. Read your yeah. crowd. Yes. Understand yeah. who understand who you're playing for. And, and you know, it's funny because when I'm sitting with a client and I'm having a consultation, I will ask them, um, do you want us, whether it's me or one of my other DJs, to stick to your playlist or do you want us to create the experience that you hired us for? And if they say to me, I want you to stick to this playlist, I will try and steer them in another DJ's direction. Yeah. Because they could put together what they think is the most phenomenal playlist. And if I look at it and I see, well, okay, based on what you told me about who's coming and where they're from, and what age range and so on and so forth, I'll say to them, listen, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. I'm not going to beat around the bush with a client. You know, so you have to know who your crowd is at that moment because you know there's times when i've played uptown funk you know for the majority of the times and it just kills and there's times when i've played it it's like it cleared the floor i'm like oh what happened yeah yeah exactly you know yeah. so reading the crowd that's the most important thing yeah and when you said the clearing part that's a very important piece to me because you find a lot of times or sometimes with with some people once that floor is clear, they don't know what to do to get them back. True. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So with that being said, what is one of your biggest don'ts as a DJ? <sighs> What's my biggest don'ts as a DJ? Um, hmm. That's a good one. What is my biggest don'ts as a DJ? What won't I do? Um, I won't. That's a tough one, Mike. <laughs> That's a tough yeah. one. And it, 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 it all goes, it all, because you know why? Because I'm so heavy on paying attention to what they want. Yes. Versus it, what versus don't. what they don't want. I mean, I, the, the obvious things, you know, they tell you don't play this, don't play that. That's obvious, right? Mm -hmm. You know, they put something on the do not playlist. That's pretty obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, I guess what I won't do is um, let the vibe die without me doing something about it. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. sitting on it and just yeah. yeah, you know, I don't feel like whatever. Yeah, I guess and me me just sitting there not paying attention to what's going on is something that I won't do because i'm always engaged always you know when i'm when i'm djing i'm thinking five songs ahead yes yes you know, exactly so, so i never sit back on, on on my laurels and be like well you know whatever i'm not really feeling this crowd this night you know so that's not gonna happen no yeah and that's how i feel myself and like i've told somebody else you know i have my white coat on i'm a doctor i'm at surgery i'm i'm you know, I'm constantly doing an evaluation and changing the medication according to what's needed. Correct. Uh, yeah. So, and sometimes with that being said, sometimes you have to make executive decisions. 
for the betterment of the event and Correct. have that conversation afterwards. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of times, depending on the client, you don't have that conversation afterwards in the way that you think. They'll come and say, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's true. That's true. And, and, and going back to what I was saying before about their own playlist is that sometimes I, I have to deviate because you know what happens sometimes. You're playing a groove, oh, whatever yes. it is. And people start running up to the DJ booth and they're requesting songs. Mm. Yeah. And the songs sort of fit the moment, but they might not mm -hmm. necessarily fit the um, client's playlist. Mm -hmm. If that's what they're grooving to, yo, go there. Yes. And yes. you'll have clients come to you later on saying, man, Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This was the best they said, that and the other thing, and da 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 da. Even though you left what they had intended for you to play. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I will pull the Dukes ahead and jump. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to, man. Sometimes you Yes, have to. yes, yes. Because, in all honesty, they're hiring you to create a moment in time that they can remember. Yes for all the right reasons and not the wrong ones. Correct. Yeah, so, yes. I appreciate that. Well, if you appreciate that question, you know, maybe this <laughs> will be another one. Uh, what is it about the business that you don't like or approve of? Um, what I actually don't like is that, this might sound kind of odd, that it's not regulated to some degree that anyone mm. can call themselves a DJ. Mm. Great point. You know, because if I'm, how, how am I different? You asked earlier, you know, what makes me different from other DJs? I am a DJ. You put a set of turntables in front of me, I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You put a turntable in front of, a, a set of turntables in front of most DJs now, they won't have any clue on what to do. No, they're right? looking for auto sync. Exactly. And, and, and oh, and that's another thing, too, is that, you know, controllers nowadays have the auto sync button. Mm -hmm. I have never turned my auto sync button on. You or I. Man, that is a forbidden thing. Do that's not. A, but, but dude, that. dude, you know, just as well as I do, that there are oh. many DJs out there that all they do is put on their auto sync button and the computer is mixing for them. They're not mixing. Oh, I know. Right. It's, so, so, it. so, dude, I mean. I, I refer to those people as iPod jockeys. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's. I refer. <laughs> it's funny because I was interviewing uh, uh, JP and and I referred to him as lowercase DJs. <laughs> <laughs> they get the lowercase. They don't get the uppercase. There you go. They're, they're guitar heroes. That's what they are. Yes. Yes. They can't. They can't pick up an actual guitar. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh man, that was good. So, uh, this is a question. I love this question. Uh, and someone has told me that it was a trick question, but it's really not. It's just about you. Okay. What type of DJ do you consider yourself to be? A, the DJ that plays what he likes, or B, the DJ that plays to the crowd? Plays to the crowd. Gotcha. Simple as that. Simple it's as that. It's about them, man. It, they didn't hire me to play music that I like. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. And and you know the funny thing about it, uh, Rick is is when I do consider myself 
predominantly B. And if I say A, A really refers to B. Because it's something that I may like that I know that the crowd likes too, based on what's been going on. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, yeah. Now, now there, there, I don't think that there's any genre of music that I don't like. Oh. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it regardless. You yes, know, before exactly. you ask me what are my go tos, you know, some of the stuff that I play is not necessarily my go to, but you, you know, when when you dive deep into music, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter. And, and and I'll tell you a story too. When I first moved here in Texas in 2002, um. You know, and, and I might be blowing up my spot by saying this. I, I said, I'm never going to play country music. Because mm. I didn't know anything about it. I'm from New York. I'm a, I'm a dude from Brooklyn. What do I know about country yeah. music? Yeah. Ain't so then the more, the more clients, yeah. So the more people that started booking me, the more I had to play country music. And the more I started to listen to it, I'm like, yo, this stuff it's is actually right. really good. Yes, it's all right. It's all right. And then, then I started to dive deep into what Red Dirt Texas country is versus you know whatever right and you know and mm-hmm. some some of the stuff they call you know pop country you know like some of the newer stuff as you know um red dirt texas country fans don't like some of the newer stuff oh no you know and i've started to gain a knowledge and and a respect for country music because it's actually really really good yeah 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 and they they really put in work <laughs> they do they do yeah yeah yeah, I, I'm with you, man. And it's just growing up in the 80s, for me, I would say one of the only things that that I didn't hear was country. But everything else from pop, rock, hip hop, jazz, gospel, R&B, blues, you know, we heard all of those things. Yep. All of them. And, and man, uh, I love when I... I'm at a you know in a situation to where I, when I get to play some uh, some some '80s rocks or some you know classic rock, okay. Because you know I love some of those groups. I love yeah, a lot I, of those. I do too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you know, we we grew up with that. I mean, you know, like I yeah. told you, I'm from New York, so all the radio stations played whatever the hits were back then, and, and the Bon mm-hmm. Jovi's of the world were were big, and you, know, you had no choice but to hear it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I was. I was at a restaurant getting, you know, some food for me and my family, uh, and I'm sitting there, and they're playing uh, Peter Frampton. Do you feel like I do? Nice, dude, man, one of my favorite songs. Nice, very nice. You know, and I, you know, especially when he breaks down and he starts talking into the guitar. Oh, nice. Yeah. One of my favorite songs of all time, "In the Air Tonight." Wow. <laughs> wow. Yes. And I'm pretty sure you're familiar with the story behind the, I mean, the song. I am. I definitely yes. Am. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, here's another good one. Do you think that mixing is important? And if yes, do you also think that it's a, a lost art? Yes. <laughs> and, and, and I have to ask you to dig a little bit more deeper into that. I think that except yes. Yes is not good. <laughs> I can't let's get away like that, bro. Listen, man. Listen, listen. Part of making a crowd move is knowing when to get out of a song 
and how to and knowing how to move from one genre to the next and bridging the gap. Like if I'm doing like this past weekend, I did um, a multicultural wedding. I was bringing the Latin culture together with the Persian culture. Wow. Right? So you have to know how to go from um, Danza Coduro to Baba Kara. Mm. And you can't just go from one to the next. You sort of have to bridge that gap because there were Persians there, there were Latin people there, there were American people there, there were black, white, Asian. You have to know how to bring everybody together. And if you don't know how to mix, how on earth are you going to do that? Because if I'm playing a song let's say it's a hit from the 80s and people really just want to hear that portion of it that they know mm-hmm. so it might be a minute long mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll cue whatever point that is that I want to bring in and get out of it into another one and so on and so forth so if I'm doing like a medley of, of five songs and I'm hitting them I'm hitting them with bangers for like a minute at a time bam 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 if you don't know how to mix you're not a DJ and you're not paying attention to your crowd so yes, it's very important. Yeah, and I appreciate you for that answer. And, Thank you. And I hope people, you know, and I know it's a big hope. Sometimes I hope people can see the importance of what's being said, because when you're having an event, the last thing that I think you want to happen is for there to be dead air and everybody turns around and looks toward where the music was coming from. Yep. And then you go from 85 BPM, and then you start another song, you had 130 BPM. Yep. So, so you're putting people in a situation to where they may pull a muscle. <laughs> you know. I, like I know that. you understand where I'm coming from, bro. I do. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and 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 also to add to what you're saying, what you said, when you're mixing the music, it's there where you have the opportunity to drop in little things here and there. And and people don't even realize that they dance to certain things until it's over with. Like, man, I actually danced to such and such. Exactly. And, and that buys you time to get to where you're trying to go. Because yep. in order to get to where you're trying to go, you may need a buffer, some type of transition uh, song, you know, and not saying that, you know, some, something that you can mix in to get to this. Yep. Because the sound, the sounds may not harmonize and it takes this other one to bridge the two songs together. Correct. Exactly. And that's another that's another point that, that you just made. Where to mix in a song mm. that makes sense yes sir you know that's yes, that's sir. another thing that's that's a part of the whole art of being a dj it's not just being able to blend right pick your points within that song on knowing where to bring it in or where to come out or so on and so forth knowing that makes a difference as well um plus the way I look at being a DJ, I sort of look at being a DJ like, like I come from the perspective of a drummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not all songs start on the downbeat. Mm. Speak. Some songs start on the upbeat or on the second beat or somewhere in between. 
So you have to know this. If you don't know this, you have no business. And I'm sorry if y'all are are out there and y'all are friends of mine. Love you. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to learn and understand what it means. And if you can't do it, do something else. Hey, I can't disagree because all of that's important. Because if you don't know this, and and this is not trying to spit on anybody as well. When you get so doctrinated in pushing auto sync, you don't even consider those things. Correct. You know, you don't. You just think, oh, boom. And it's, you don't consider bridging the gaps. You don't consider any of that. No, because you don't know. Yeah. And everything, just because these two songs lined up, line up as 90 BPMs do not mean that they go together. Correct. Yeah. And 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 it's funny because I remember when uh Big Daddy Kane came out with with Raw. Okay. And you know Raw has that tricky upbeat, I mean that downbeat or yep. however you want to that high hat. Yep. And if you don't know what you're doing, you're gonna mix it wrong. <laughs> Every single time. Every single time. You won't know when to bring it in. That is so true. And there's, there's a lot of songs out there. That's, that's like that. Oh, yes. A whole lot. A whole lot. And 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 I'm glad you said that because, man, that that's a gem that I hope people are willing to receive. Because like you said, you know, if you don't, hey, you need to learn. And if you're not willing to learn, you need to pick another profession. Right. And that's the thing, too. It, it's, it's for me, this, this is what it's, it's important about it, Mike, is that if you don't know and you're willing to learn, great. And if yep. you try to learn and you still can't achieve it, right? Yes. Should you still be a DJ? Should you still call yourself a DJ? It, it goes back to being, are you a guitar player or are you a guitar hero player? Mm. And with that said, we're gonna let y'all choose which one you are. <laughs> Then call yourself something else because calling yourself a DJ to me in the same category as me, and it's not being arrogant, it's not about pride. You're just not. No. You put in the work, bro. I'm just saying, you can't take away from that. If you put in the work, that didn't just happen. When you first touched that turntable, there were some other things that had to happen. You didn't just become the silver spinner when you touched that turntable. You had to work to become a lot that. of work. A lot of work. And there are no shortcuts. No. You know, especially in that era, there were no shortcuts. You had to lug around records. You know, (laughs) the request game was not what it is today. You know, your request had to be within those crates. And if it wasn't within those crates, hey, it it ain't happening. True. True indeed. You know, it ain't no karaoke. It ain't none of that. It ain't happening. Nope. Now you can just pull it out of the air. Bang, there it is. No, no. So <laughs> so I think it's even safe to say that, man, you had to be more in tune with your audience then than now. Yep. You know, um, I, I remember a long time ago, um, I was at a nightclub somewhere in, in, in Manhattan. I forget where it was. And I don't quite remember who the DJ was. Um trying to think if I remember who I don't quite remember who it was but he came with the intent to hit us with bangers every chorus 
Mm. And for the entire time that we were there from like maybe midnight to like four o'clock in the morning, I'm not kidding you when I tell you this, Mike, he only played choruses. Wow. So you're talking about however many songs in that space of time, a chorus lasts sometimes eight bars, sometimes 16 bars. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. No right. more than some, 32. Some DJs have no idea what I mean when I say bars. They look like, what? No, no. No more than 32. You know what I'm saying? So he hit mm -hmm. us with bangers every single time, just chorus. You want to wow. talk about a frenzy from the crowd? Dude, when I saw dude, that, I was like, now, man, I, I need to up my game. Yeah. And was this pre Serato? Oh, this way, this way, way, way before oh, Serato. Yeah. <clears throat> this, this, is, this is like you said, this is Crates of Records. He had tons of Crates of Records behind him. Yeah. And and that's even harder, dude. Of course. The time that you got. I'm just saying, you got to put a record on, hit him with that, yep. pull a record off, yep. get another record, yep. put a record on, get it lined up. Yep. Oh, man. Dude, I would shake his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I had never seen nothing like it before. Man, and, and I've actually I've never seen anything since. I mean, now I can do that now. Oh because yeah, because the Serato yeah. gives you the ability to do that, and I could do it. But back then, come man, on, man, dude, dude, that that is a skill. You know, I'm telling you, today if I knew who he was, I would go and shake that guy's hand. Me too, man. And 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 for life, me, I can't remember who it was. Um, I think it was a Puerto Rican DJ. I don't remember what his name was, but mess me up, man. Yeah. I was like, I need to up my game because I'm not bringing it. This this Dude. catch is, he leveled the building. Man. I mean, everybody was going bananas. It was it was Dude. it was unbelievable. Yeah, I can imagine, man. I, the frenzy, and 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 just think of it. Most people only remember the course of the song. Correct. So I can just imagine that he studied hitting course after course after course. Man, that's like a that's like a. A roller coaster that never comes down. It's study exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Your feet are dangling the whole time. It's like, oh my god, what is this yeah. doing to me? <laughs> yes, yes, dude. Wow, man, man, man. Those are the type of parties or situations that are epic, right? And and that's some of that type of stuff. What I do now. Yeah, yeah. Because if yeah. if I got my crowd at a feeding frenzy, oh. I'm gonna keep them there until I until I see that they're getting tired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then I I'll slow you. it down. You know, so yeah, then I'll I bring it like a country song, like a Tennessee whiskey or something. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? But yeah. That's what it's and all that, about being a DJ, man. Yeah. And that's, man, it's no. And to think about it, there is no greater feeling than seeing a crowd in a sense of like that. You know, and it makes me remember I was once, uh, I was doing a yacht party out uh, on, you know, during the 4th of July, and it was at Grapevine. Okay. And it, it was this particular day, there were storms and they, you know, they were like, nah, we're not going to let you guys go out. And they decided to let us go out, but we couldn't go on the top. Deck. Okay. So right. we had to uh, all get in the lower deck. Man, when I tell you it was bananas in there. Yeah. And, and dude, I'm talking about it was bananas. And this is how bad it was. The music was so in tune with what they wanted I rarely had to say one word on the mic and I was still hoarse and I'm like how did this happen 
Because you were screaming and singing along with the crowd, man. Man, it, dude, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. So, yeah, man, those are the type of moments. When you said that, it made me think about it. I said, you know, in the sense of, man, I got to do that. I got to do that and just see how it feels. Yeah. 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 That, that's actually that's actually some of the stuff that I do on a regular basis now. Yeah. Because, you and know, once, 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 you see, once you see a DJ do something, and we all steal from each other, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Once, once you see a DJ do something and you have the ability to do it as well use it in those moments it. when it's appropriate yes you got to you got to you know? yeah and it's and it's as simple as you can't unlearn something correct you learn that's correct something medically happens to you that is correct so he exposed you to something that you couldn't get rid of mess it, me it up mess me up yeah wow mess me up man well, brother, I got one more question for you, and I really okay. have enjoyed this. This has been great. Uh, Thank you, man. I've enjoyed it, too. As well. yeah, it has. Yeah. It definitely has. No question. Yes. So, what's the best advice that you would give the other DJs? It's a business. Mm. First of all, um, whether it's this business or not, but if you're going to be a DJ, do it because you love it. You know, don't don't think that oh well it's easy money you know I can come in and make easy money whatever da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. do it because you love it yes you know I do this because it does not feel like work I mean this has been a part of my life for as long as I can remember man. I mean like I told you I've been DJing for 40 years so do it because yeah. you love it but realize not but and realize that this is a business like any other so you have to run it like a business. Um, and if you do that, you'll be successful doing something you enjoy. Well said. Well said. And I have no rebuttal for that other than, hey, that was awesome. And I hope you guys have enjoyed The Silver Spinner as I have. It's been great for me. It's been an honor. I learned a lot of things about your life and about, you know, you coming up that I didn't know. And I'll cherish that for the rest of my life. Thank you. Uh, and if you can, um, let people know what your social handle is. Um, very simple. Um, MobileDJServices.com. So www.MobileDJServices.com. As far as the website, um, Instagram is mobile underscore DJ underscore services. And Facebook at MobileDJServices.com. Y'all make sure y'all get at my man. He's hey, he's wonderful. He's one of the best that I've heard. Hey, and it's been an honor. Y'all have a good one. Peace out. Thank you, brother. I really enjoyed that. That was good, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I enjoyed it too. Have fun. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I'm gonna get this uh, you know, I'm gonna get this put together pretty quick. You know, it was a very inspiring uh podcast and I'm going to get this together and get this scheduled for next week. I had somebody else, but I, I have to schedule this first. You know? I have to. <laughs> you know, I have to. I I'm not going to even lie to you. You know, I have to. You know, just based on the conversation gotcha. and the information. And, and, and I think that's always important. And it's just, you know, you and I know it's just too many times, man, where what we do is taken for granted. 
more so by the guys that invade our space and and take on this name as as DJs when they're nowhere close to it. None. And, None at all. They, yeah. And from a business standpoint, they make it really bad and ugly for us. That's true. Um, yeah. So I have to put it up there. You know, it means to that. And, and, and like always, man, I, I really enjoy it. I'm going to uh, get the flyer or the artwork uh, set up and I'll send that to you and send the link to you as well. And if you don't mind posting it wherever you want to post it, um, and thank you again, man. And I know yeah, you got a good day. Uh, I'll let yeah, and, you get on with your day. And, and one thing I want you to do for me. Yes, we'll do. Um, and I didn't mention it in the interview. Um, is pray for Kanko. Oh, how's he doing, man? Not well. Oh, man. Not well. So I'm going to New York from the 18th to the 28th. So I'm going to go see him. Uh, he's not doing well. Is it cancer? Yes. Yes. Uh, man, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, thank you. Man, man well, he was. Keep him in your prayers, man. Yeah, I will, man. He was one of my favorites, man. UTFO and and you guys, man, were one of my favorites. You know, I was just, and I don't even know if you listened to this. I dropped a, uh, uh, we call it Heads to Bed mix. Uh, and I played Do We Have a Chance for Our Love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dude, that song was is a classic here. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. Dude, it's a classic here. And it's almost to the point to where you would think that you guys were from Dallas. The way that they played that song here. You, you know what's funny about that song? That song in Barbara's Bedroom. Oh, dude. Don't those say that. Those two songs were regional. Dude, don't say that. Barbara's Bedroom is my jam. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would hit that bass line. Duh, duh, duh. Dude, don't do it. Dude. Dude, I yeah, would. Yeah, man, th those songs, unlike Buggin', which was, you know, worldwide, uh -huh. Bedroom, um, Chance for Our Love were regional songs, and they hit the South hard. Yeah. It actually, those songs didn't even hit in New York. Wow. And even Steal My Girl was hard. Yeah, correct. It was a hard hit for here. You got it. That's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Boy. wow, but yeah, I will, man, because I, like I said, man, Kango was one of my favorites, man. You know, well, yeah, I still, so like I said, just keep him in your prayers, man. I, yeah, appreciate I will, man. I will, and and um, and I wish you the best in that, man. It's nothing like going through that type of situation with somebody that you know that's near and dear to you. So, yeah, my condolences, bro. Thank you, sir. Yeah, we've been losing way too many of them these last two yeah. years. Yes, well, man, you have a good day, man, and I Same really you, appreciate sir. you, bro. All right, man. And we'll, I'll see you soon. All right. Peace. All right. Later.